Welcome into the Degenerate Gambler, your sports gambling podcast. I'm Robert Ash, the host of the Degenerate Gambler, and we get ready for week number, I believe, nine for, or week number ten, actually, for college football and the NFL for us to uh, to bet. A reminder that we sit with an overall record of 59, 54, and two, including 14 and 17 in upset picks. We've actually are on the plus side 14.40 units. If you break it down with 37, 36, and 2 in college football with 10 and 10 in the upset picks, and our units are up 11.55, while in the NFL we're 22 and 18 overall, 4 and 7 in our upsets, and our units are only at 2.85. The really the biggest difference with the units is we've hit so many more upsets on the college side than we have in the NFL. So there's this discrepancy in the money being made uh, so far uh, for this 2020 college football and NFL season. We got 10 games for you to pick in college football, plus two upsets, five from the National Football League, and an upset as well. I will go ahead and say it was a tough tough deal to pick these games up it seemed like every game i picked uh got postponed so uh, we had to work a little bit uh this week uh, on our picks uh, but we got 10 for you anyways and we'll start things off with a friday night game and minnesota is hosting uh, iowa minnesota is a three and a half point underdog at home against the iowa hawkeyes Iowa 2-6 and six in their last eight games on the road against the spread. Uh, Minnesota 1-4 against the spread in their last five against Iowa. And 2-6 and six in their last eight against the um, Hawkeyes as well. Uh, this is a game where uh, we have two teams sitting at 1-2 and two on the season. Uh, Minnesota gets a big win last week over Illinois. Iowa uh, suffered, I believe they suffered a loss last week. And... Uh, so, going into this one, uh, uh, Minnesota's been a disappointment. Both teams really have been disappointments this season. I think Minnesota's been a bigger disappointment uh, than Iowa has been uh, to this point uh, in the season. And I look at that, and I think that maybe this is the time Minnesota steps up. It's supposed to be uh, cold in Minneapolis tomorrow, or I should say on Friday. Uh, so... I'm leaning towards taking Minnesota and taking the uh, the three and a half points on this one. I'm not sure Minnesota wins this game, uh, but uh, I don't think I was as good as the 49-7 win over Michigan State last week showed uh, that they were. I think Minnesota's a better team than they've played so far this season. Uh, They've had a lot of opt-outs. They've had a lot of issues, especially on the defensive side of the ball. So I think Iowa can score some points. Uh, but Minnesota at home as a three and a half point underdog on a Friday night. I'll uh, I'll go with the dog and we'll take a Minnesota and we'll give up uh, the three and a half points. All right, next up, uh, we will go to Miami and Virginia Tech as the Hokies are hosting the Hurricanes. Virginia Tech a one and a half point favorite at home against Miami going into this one. Uh, if you look at uh, some of the trends, especially against the, uh, especially when it comes to the Hurricanes on the road, they're three and seven against the spread in their last ten on the road, and conversely, um, 
Virginia Tech is four and one against the spread in their last five games at home. The one loss in that in that uh, sequence was last week when they lost to Liberty as a fourteen and a half point favorite. Uh, Virginia Tech, I think they looked to bounce back this week uh, against uh, after losing to Liberty. Miami, there's some issues on their defensive side of the ball. I think Virginia Tech can control the game uh, with their ground attack. They can keep Derek King off the field, uh, keep the Hurricane offense in check. Uh, Miami, I think, is going to have to score just about every time they get the football uh, because I think Virginia Tech is going to try to shorten this game and kind of play it in, in a phone booth, so to speak. Uh, I like Virginia Tech. I'll take the 4-1 and one against the spread in their last five at home versus the team that's 3-7 and seven in their last 10 on the road. Virginia Tech, one-and-a-half point favorites at home against Miami. We're going to go with the Virginia Tech Hokies. All right, next up, we're going to go into the Big Ten. And Indiana is at Michigan State. Indiana is favored by 7.5 going into this one. This game worries me a little bit for Indiana because uh, while they're much better than Michigan State, Michigan State's not very good. Uh, Indiana has Ohio State next week, so this is the definition of a trap game. And uh, Indiana, however... 10-3 10-3 and three in their last 13 against the spread overall, while Michigan State in their last 21 against the spread are 6-15. and 15. Uh, Michigan State got the win over Michigan, but we're learning that Michigan is not very good. Uh, and they get absolutely housed by Iowa last week. Indiana sitting undefeated, ranked 10th in the country. I think Indiana is really looking forward to that Ohio State game next week. They could get caught looking ahead, but I I got this feeling because Indiana's in uncharted territory that they're not going to be one of those teams that that gets gets caught in a trap before a big game. I think Indiana, as a seven and a half point favorite, I think it should have been much higher than that. Uh, I think Indiana blows out Michigan State, even in East Lansing. I think Indiana gets ready to go to the Horseshoe next week as a top ten team and undefeated. Uh, looking to take on Ohio State. So we'll take Indiana minus 7.5 at Michigan State. Next up, we are going to take a look at West Virginia at Texas Christian. Or Excuse me, West Virginia is home against Texas Christian. Uh, West Virginia, a three-point favorite coming into this one. And uh, when we look at West Virginia and uh, Texas Tech, excuse me, and Texas Christian, and I've actually lost my space. There it is. All right. As we look at West Virginia and uh, TCU, this game taking place in Morgantown. West Virginia 6-1 in their last seven games against TCU against the spread. Uh, four and one in their last five, six and one in their last seven. Uh, while TCU going on the road, um, they're forty-eight and twenty straight up in their last sixty-eight games on the road. However, Morgantown a tough place to play. Uh, West Virginia again six and one in their last seven against the spread. They're a three-point favorite at home against TCU, and uh, I think West Virginia's defense is the deciding factor in this one. I think their offense does just enough. Uh, TCU's defense is not very good, but West Virginia prides themselves on their on their defense of one of the better defenses in the Big 12. And I actually believe they they may be the second best defense in the Big 12 behind Oklahoma State. I think they do step up big. Uh, West Virginia minus three against TCU. Next up, uh, 
is another trap game, and this one involves the second-ranked Notre Dame Fighting Irish. Notre Dame coming off that huge double overtime win at home against uh, Clemson. The last time Notre Dame beat a number one ranked team at home was 1993 when they beat Florida State. The very next week, they played Boston College and was upset by Boston College. And Notre Dame plays Boston College this week after beating the number one ranked team. Uh, when you look at Boston College, they are... Uh, Actually, when you look at the overall trend when it comes to Boston College, uh, a lot of unders actually hit with Boston College. Uh, but as we talk spreads, BC is 5-1 and one in their last six games at home, uh, while Notre Dame is 4-4 four and four in their last eight games on the road against the spread. So I think this one, we're going Boston College plus 14, by the way. And... A lot of that has to do with the fact that Boston College is a pretty good team. They're not great by any means. I think Notre Dame is going to take a toll on them last week. Such an emotional game against the number one ranked team. You saw the the students rush the field. Uh, I think there's been a lot of talk about Notre Dame this week and and how good are they. I think Notre Dame is a pretty good team. But I think Notre Dame is on upset alert this week because Boston College circled this game on their schedule when it came out because this is a rivalry game that doesn't get played as often as it used to get played back in the day when both Notre Dame and Boston College were independents. Uh, but I think BC still hangs their hat on trying to beat Notre Dame and, uh, and be the better Catholic university. Uh, I think BC is going to be ready for this game. I think they're going to keep it close. I do think Notre Dame wins this game. But I'll take Boston College in two touchdowns all day in this one. I'll be surprised if this game isn't tied or, or a slim lead for either team late into the fourth quarter. All right. Next up is a game I was not intending to pick. But with a shortage of, of games that I really even remotely like, we're going to pick it, and it's Arkansas and Florida. Florida favored by 17 and a half in this game. The spread scares me a little bit. Uh, but what I think the reason I'm going to, even though Arkansas is 8-0 in their last eight games against the spread, including being 6-0 this year, I, I think the reason I'm going to take Florida is it's Felipe Franks. And it's not, it's got nothing to do with Felipe Franks, the player at Arkansas. It's everything to do with this team wanting to beat Felipe Franks. I think it's undersold how in how much this Florida team loves Felipe Franks, loved him at Florida, uh went to battle for him for three or with him for three years. Uh one thing one of the defensive players for Florida said this week that really hit home to me and really made me start thinking about taking Florida and the and giving up the points was uh, the fact that they couldn't hit him in practice and he liked to trash talk those guys uh, and get them riled up. I think because that got brought up, that's going to be fuel for that defense. I think that defense is going to come after Felipe hard. They're not going to try to hurt him or anything, uh, but they're going to try to hit him. going to try to hit him often. And I think with a suspect offensive line, especially in pass protection that Arkansas has, Felipe is going to be on the run for a while. And, and he's going to get hit a few times. He's already been sacked 20 times this season. He's also fumbled seven times. Uh, I think Florida's going to force turnovers. 
and it's going to be from Felipe Franks, whether he throws a pick or fumbles the football, he's going to get hit a lot. Uh, I think Arkansas is going to play hard. Them not having Sam Pittman, their head coach, in this game, I think is a factor as well in, in the reason I'm taking Florida and giving up the points. I sat here Sunday when I saw the spread come out, and I was telling some friends, I think I will. I think I, if I had to pick this game, I'm going to take Arkansas. I'm going to take the points. Seventeen and a half points is a lot of points. But as, as the week has progressed, and, and I've, you know, Sam Pittman comes down with COVID, so they don't have him. While Barry Odom is very much a head coach, uh, he was at Missouri for a while. But when, with Barry Odom becoming a head coach, he goes from being up in the box to on the sideline, and it's different watching the game when you're a coordinator on the sideline than up in the box because you see so much more you know, up in that skybox than you do on the field. I think that can be a factor in this game that no one's really talking about uh, when it comes to Arkansas's defense. Arkansas can play that, that zone defense where they rush three and drop eight that they did against Ole Miss and Mississippi State. It won't work on Florida because Kyle Trask will dink and dunk his way down the field. And if that's not working, they will run the football. They will get Arkansas out of that zone. They're gonna. They will force Arkansas to have to play either a tighter zone or man coverage. And if you got to play man coverage on Florida, you're done. Uh, especially with Arkansas, because the speed factor, as you saw with the Georgia game last week, uh, while they were missing their stud safety Richard LeCount, those cornerbacks were healthy and they were there and they were getting burned constantly by Florida's receivers. And they are some of the best defensive backs in the country. And that's not a knock on Arkansas's defensive backs at all, but Arkansas's defensive backs don't match up to Georgia's defensive backs. And Florida will find a way to to win this game. They'll probably only win it by 18 to 20. They'll probably barely cover the spread, but I don't think Florida's going to ever really be threatened in this game. And I think Florida wins comfortably. Uh, they'll cover the 17 and a half points. And I really think it's being mis- it's been underplayed how important it's going to be that Barry Odom is on the sidelines and not up in the press box calling the defense against one of the two or three best offenses in all of college football. I think that's being underplayed how important that's going to be that that he's not there and that's going to be the difference in this game. Florida's going to score their 40 points that they've scored. They've scored 38 points in every at least 38 in every game this season. They'll they'll score 40 this week. And they'll win probably 40 to 20, and they'll cover the 17 and a half point spread. All right, next up, we're going to go with the Pac 12. We're going to go to Washington State. They're hosting the Oregon Ducks. Oregon is a 10 point favorite going into this game uh, against the Washington State Cougars. Oregon's 5 and 2 in their last seven games against the spread. Uh, Washington State 13 and 5 against the spread in their last 18 games at home. And against Oregon, Washington State has covered each of the last 10 games against Oregon against the spread and 15 of the last 21 against the spread against Oregon. And that tells me right there take Washington State. Uh, Washington State at home at the Palouse. Uh, I think Oregon came off a big game last week at home against Stanford. Uh, it's tough to play up at Washington State. It's going to be cold and rainy. Uh, it's in the middle of nowhere. Uh, it's it's a place that has given Oregon trouble over the years many times, and I think it gives Oregon trouble this week. 
Uh, Oregon probably wins this game, uh, but Oregon's on upset alert. They could get knocked off by Washington State at the Palouse, but I definitely think at the very least Washington State covers a 10-point spread against Oregon. All right, next up, we're going to go with North Carolina State hosting the Florida State Seminoles. This game saw the spread go up three points from this morning as we re, uh, as I got up to right before we recorded. It was a seven-point favorite for uh, NC State this morning. They're now favored by 10 against Florida State. Has a lot to do with the fact that quarterback James Blackman has transferred out. Their best offensive player, Tamarian Terry, is out for the rest of the season for an undisclosed reason. Uh, and uh, their best defensive player, Marvin Wilson, is out for the remainder of the season with an injury. Uh, NC State scored 41 last week with backup quarterback Brady Hockman against the Miami Hurricanes, while Florida State sitting at 3-9 and nine in their last 12 against the spread. They are going downhill quickly. Uh, a number of People close to the Florida State program say this team is worse than the last two years under Willie Taggart, which is saying a lot uh, about what's going on with Florida State. Again, they're 3-9 against the spread in their last 12. NC State 5-2 against the spread in their last 7. NC State minus 10 is the play here. So go with the Wolfpack and give up the 10 points. All right, next up is Wisconsin at the Big House taking on Michigan. Wisconsin bent off for two weeks after their impressive victory over Illinois to start the season. Michigan knocked off uh, uh, Minnesota to start the season, then got upset by Michigan State and got absolutely just trounced by Indiana last week. Michigan just 1-4 against the spread in their last five games overall. Wisconsin 10-2-1 in their last 13 against the spread when they face Michigan, including winning five of their last six. And uh, Wisconsin also on the road is 16-6 and six in their last 22 games on the road. Uh, so Wisconsin is a four-and-a-half point favorite in this one. Uh, we watched Florida after missing two weeks of Basically, no practice at all. Come back and play their two best games of the season against Missouri and Georgia. I think it. I think this can be the same type of thing that happens with Wisconsin. I think Wisconsin could end up playing really well this week. Graham Mertz, their stud freshman quarterback, is expected to play uh, against Michigan. He started the opener against Illinois through one incomplete pass as they rolled the uh, the Illini. I think Michigan roll gets rolled, I should say, by Wisconsin. I think Wisconsin covers this rather easily as a four-and-a-half-point underdog. And our final pick, we will go back to the SEC, and we'll take a look at the Ole Miss Rebels, 11-point favorites at home, 11-and-a-half-point favorites, I'm sorry, at home against South Carolina. South Carolina is reeling right now, while Ole Miss is starting to play some really good football. So I think you know where the lean is here. Uh, but just for comparison's sakes, uh, Ole Miss is 2-5 and five against the spread in their last seven against South Carolina. But this is a different type of South Carolina team right now. South Carolina against the spread on the road, just 3-8 and eight in their last 11. Uh, South Carolina just, they, they basically no-showed last week against Texas A&M. 
Uh, Ole Miss, I don't know if South Carolina can stop Ole Miss's passing attack. They couldn't stop Florida's. They couldn't stop Texas A&M's. And Ole Miss's is just as good as either one of those two teams. Matt Corral, outside the Arkansas game, has played absolutely sensational all season. Uh, He's got some great receivers. He's got a fantastic tight end. Uh, I think Ole Miss will blow South Carolina out, especially at home. If this game was in Columbia, may have a different thought about it, but this game is in Oxford. Uh, Ole Miss is rolling right now. South Carolina reeling. I think Ole Miss covers 11 and a half. All right, our two upset picks. Uh, we're going to go with one of them in the Pac-12. Stanford coming off a loss to Oregon last week. Colorado coming off a victory over UCLA. Colorado is a seven-point underdog as they travel to Palo Alto to take on Stanford on the farm. I think Colorado pulls the upset in this one. Uh, there's something to be said for uh, the way Colorado was able to put points on the board last week uh, with uh, with the uh, with the matchup with UCLA. They put 48 on the board. Stanford's not the same Stanford team under David Shaw they were just a few years ago. Uh, they're struggling on defense. Their offense isn't very good. Uh, this sets up nicely for an upset pick. Uh, it's you know not a lot to choose from in games to begin with when it comes to upsets. Uh, that being said, I do think Colorado can win this game, and I do expect them to win it. So we're going to go Colorado uh, as a seven-point underdog to win at Stanford. And our other upset pick will be uh, Purdue and Northwestern are meeting. Both teams undefeated. Uh, Northwestern uh, is traveling to Purdue as a three-point favorite. I think it's strange that you have two undefeated teams that are relatively even, yet the road team is favored over the home team in Purdue. And it's one of those games where we talked about Florida-Georgia last week where the wrong team was favored. That's what I think about this one. I think the wrong team is favored by three in this one. I think Purdue should be a three-point favorite against Northwestern, but Northwestern's favored, and that just tells me take Purdue. I think it's the easiest pick of the upset picks this week. So we'll take Purdue as an upset pick to beat Northwestern. So again, our picks before we go to break. Minnesota on Friday, plus three and a half against Iowa. Then on Saturday, Virginia Tech, minus one and a half at home against Miami. Indiana, minus seven and a half at Michigan State. West Virginia, minus three against TCU. Boston College, minus 14, or excuse me, plus 14 at home against Notre Dame. Florida, minus 17 and a half at home against Arkansas. Washington State, plus 10 against Oregon. North Carolina State, minus 10 against Florida State. Wisconsin, minus 4.5 at Michigan. And Mississippi, the Ole Miss Rebels, minus 11.5 at home against South Carolina. And our two upset picks, Colorado as a 7-point underdog to beat Stanford and Purdue as a 3-point underdog to knock off Northwestern. So we'll take a quick break, come back, and we'll do our NFL picks in just a moment. This is the Degenerate Gambler. Back here on The Degenerate Gambler, your sports gambling podcast. As we move on now to the National Football League, we got five games in the NFL plus an upset pick to take. And we'll start things off with the Green Bay Packers. They're 13 and a half point favorites at home against the Jacksonville Jaguars in one of the early games on Sunday. Uh, Jacksonville, I think, is trying to play for that number one overall pick. They're just 1-5 in their last six against the spread. Green Bay 6-2 in their last eight against the spread going into this one. Uh, 
against each other uh, in the last six meetings. Green Bay is 5-1 and one against the spread in their last six against Jacksonville. Uh, Green Bay, 13.5-point favorites. I think uh, this is a rather easy pick. I think the Packers are out to prove something. They're trying to... Be, uh, trying to get that one seed in the NFC, which is really wide open between uh, Green Bay, New Orleans, and Seattle, and maybe even Tampa Bay. Uh, so it's a dog fight. I think Green Bay is going to come ready to play. They're at home at Lambeau. It'll be a cold day in Green Bay on Sunday. So give me the Packers. I'll give up the 13.5 at home against Jacksonville. Going against my better judgment, my next pick is going to be the Philadelphia Eagles. Three and a half point favorites at home against, or excuse me, at the New York Giants. The Giants are five and one against the spread in their last six. Uh, Philadelphia is just two and five in their last seven against the spread against the New York Giants. Uh, but one of those wins was just a couple weeks ago. Uh, and uh, Philadelphia on the road uh, has actually hit. On the spread in seven of their last eleven against the road uh, against uh, excuse me on the road Philadelphia seven and four in their last eleven. I think the Giants are playing better. I think Philadelphia is playing with a mission. Uh, they've got control of the NFC East. They know they've got to win these division games uh, in order to to win this division to get a stranglehold on it. Uh, and I think that's what they're going to do. It's a small favorite on the road at three and a half. I think Philadelphia wins a 24-20 contest, and they barely cover the spread. But I'm going to go Eagles. I'm going to give up the three and a half points against my better judgment, and uh, we're going to go with the Eagles nonetheless uh, to, to cover the spread. All right, next up, we're going to take you to Miami. And the Miami Hurricanes, excuse me, Miami Hurricanes, the Miami Dolphins are at home against the Los Angeles Chargers. Miami favored by three against the uh, Chargers. Miami is six and one in their last seven against the spread, 10 and three in their last 13, and 15 and six in their last 21 games against the spread. Uh, when you look at the Chargers as they go on the road, uh, they are just two and six in their last eight against the spread. Uh, I like the I like the Dolphins in this one. Uh, they're playing so well, especially on the defensive side of the ball right now. Uh, Tua Tagovailoa played pretty well last week after not really playing well the week before. I think he got his legs underneath him. The Chargers this season they've done nothing but blow big leads and and blow games with it just a three point spread. And the Dolphins at home, I can see the Chargers up four late or excuse me, up three late, Dolphins go down, score, win by four. I can see the Dolphins covering this spread pretty easily. Uh, so give me the Dolphins. We'll give up the three points at home against the Chargers. Next up, we're going to go to New Orleans. As San Francisco takes on the New Orleans Saints. Saints coming off that huge win last Sunday night against Tampa Bay. They're... However, just two and five against the spread in their last seven. That also includes winning last week. Now, San Francisco is five, one and one against the spread in their last seven against New Orleans. But this is a San Francisco team that is just decimated by injuries. They're using a backup quarterback in Nick Mullins. Uh, they're missing uh, George Kittle, their best receiver. The Saints got Michael Thomas back. They've, they're getting healthier, especially on the offensive side of the ball. I think we saw that last week against Tampa Bay. 
And while the trend says to take San Francisco against New Orleans, we're going to go against the trend because the trend doesn't factor in the injury factor in this game with San Francisco and the health factor with New Orleans going into this matchup. New Orleans New Orleans favored by 9.5 for a reason. And I think it's because they'll win this game by double digits and uh, give us a cover there. And our final pick will be the Sunday night game as it'll be New England hosting Baltimore. Baltimore favored by 7.5 in this one. The Patriots just 1-4 in their last five against the spread. Also, Two and five in their last seven against the spread. Baltimore on the road, seven, one, and one in their last nine against the spread on the road. 11, two, and two in their last 15 on the road against the spread. Uh, Patriots playing like crap. Baltimore not really playing great, but New England really should have lost to the New York Jets this past Monday. I think they're reeling. I think Baltimore. It's about ready for them to flip the switch and become the Baltimore team we expected before the season began. The spread is 7.5, and, and we will take the Baltimore Ravens, and we'll give up 7.5 points at New England. And for our upset pick, we're going to go to the Tampa Bay well, and that means we're going against the Buccaneers. Uh, Carolina is a 4.5-point favorite at home against Tampa Bay. All right. Carolina... Dang near beat Kansas City last week in Kansas City. Lost by two points. Uh, Carolina is 5-2 and two against the spread in their last seven. Uh, Tampa Bay, they are 6-2 and two in their last eight straight up on the road uh, as they go to take on Carolina. Uh, Carolina is uh, just 3-12 and 12 in their last 15 games at home straight up. Uh, so everything says, you know, if you're going to pick an upset, pick this upset because it doesn't say – the trends say Tampa Bay is going to win this one. Uh, but I think we saw some chinks in the armor with uh, Tom Brady and, and that, that uh, offense right now. They couldn't run the football against New Orleans. Uh, they struggle to throw the football. Uh, the defense has got some issues, and they're being exploited. Christian McCaffrey being back is a big factor in this one uh, for the Carolina Panthers because it opens up the offense even more for Teddy Bridgewater and that receiving core. I think Carolina at home as a four-and-a-half-point underdog will upset the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So once again, our picks, we'll start with the college picks. On Friday night, we got Minnesota as a three-and-a-half-point underdog against Iowa. We got Virginia Tech minus one and a half against Miami. Indiana minus seven and a half at Michigan State. West Virginia minus three against TCU. Boston College plus 14 against Notre Dame. Florida minus 17 and a half against Arkansas. Washington State plus 10 against Oregon. North Carolina State minus 10 against Florida State. Wisconsin minus four and a half at Michigan. And Ole Miss minus 11 and a half at home against South Carolina. Our two upset picks, Colorado as a seven-point underdog to win at Stanford, and Purdue as a three-point underdog to win at home against Northwestern. And our NFL picks, Green Bay minus 13.5 against Jacksonville, Philadelphia minus 3.5 at the New York Giants, Miami minus 3 against the Los Angeles Chargers, New Orleans minus 9.5 against San Francisco, and Baltimore minus 7.5 at New England with our upset pick in the NFL being Carolina as a four-and-a-half-point underdog to knock off Tampa Bay at home. So that's our podcast. That's our picks for this week. We do thank you for listening to the podcast. Make sure you subscribe and rate the podcast anywhere 
you uh, get podcasts. Remember, this podcast is sponsored by Anchor.fm, the best way, uh, the best place, I should say, to make a podcast. So we'll be back on Tuesday to recap the weekend. And then next Thursday, we'll have our picks for the upcoming week, or the next week, I should say, of the college football and NFL season. So until then, this is The Degenerate Gambler.